2: heard it said, he's a diamond in the rough, or maybe diamonds are forever. Here's something else I've learned about diamonds. They're just pieces of coal put under pressure for a long, long, long time. So when I start feeling like I want to give up, I think about that little piece of coal. And if that piece of coal can make something of itself by not giving up, so can I. Persistence is in you. From PassItOn.com.
0: KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events and even our famous segment, Elephants in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, streams on Atlanta's number one radio station, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and more.
3: He went without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. Soul is in you. Now pass it on from passiton.com.
0: Other stations are tuned in to ALP Aftermath. Swanky. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. Fitness. On Swanky 93.3 radio stations. The <laughs> e. 94.6 radio
3: station.
1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the hit, amazing Atlanta podcast number one podcast in atlanta this is the klp aftermath season six i'm your host klp kennedy lucas welcome back to another exciting podcast episode here today very very glorious day of course again i'm your host klp kennedy lucas we've got my girl simone tees up in the building shout out to you as well you know it's good to be back here into the studio after a grand slam memorial weekend now I know you guys were expecting podcasting yesterday but you know you know I got in you know super super late Uh, I want to say Monday night and then it was our early uh, rough start Tuesday morning because of the late night Monday night so we back today Wednesday for another exciting podcast here today with my nearest and dearest Simone Teagues how are you what's going on
2: it's a great day it's a great day indeed uh thank you again for always having me on the spotlight uh ladies and gentlemen it's your girl simone Tees. welcome back to another exciting podcast like kennedy mentioned uh it's been great memorial day has been it's been fun it's been very fun of course i was uh i was outside catching up on some friends and some family members quite a few family members of mine had you know uh cookouts had some very good good cookouts as well uh, eating chicken wings, salmon, salads, corn on the cob, uh, fish, you know, we really got to understand the, the principle of Memorial day though. Cause I know a lot of people would say that Memorial day is more of a, a day where you, you know, you don't work, you have the day off to so most people. If you work in, you know, corporate or in your case, Kennedy universities and institutions yeah you normally get those days off but my salute to all my responders and first responders and nurses and you know essential workers that have to work on memorial day you really don't get that, that day off you do get time and a half though but you don't really get those those times off so i we really going to understand the purpose of memorial day and really understand the the outlook when it comes down to uh memorial day you know so it's more than just to me, it's more than just cookouts and seeing family members. It's about remembering those who, you know, that who fought for us, right? Because I was going to say, the men and women that fought for us, they braver than me because, you know, I haven't been called up. But, I mean, I, I see videos. I see a lot of videos online about soldiers and in, in military that, you know, fought for our country and, and, and really, really fought and died for our country, you know? So, it, you know, it's... It's a, it's a it's a thing that we, we tend to kind of forget because we forget about these things but uh, that's the the true meaning of Memorial Day is, is is recognizing all the people that that died in wars and really understanding but it's a celebration too right and I guess that's where the celebration comes in Kennedy where it's you know you know you, you, you're at a cookout you're just celebrating the country celebrating uh, veter- uh, a little bit of veterans yeah right. You, you we're we're celebrating so i don't know it just wait i was thinking about that on my way here to the studio because a lot of people tend to think we, we tend to forget
1: and we really shouldn't forget about the the true meaning of memorial day and veterans day uh for that matter as well um we we tend to forget the the true meaning of why we were off and we celebrate these kind of days i think now unfortunately we have become I mean, we always been capitalistic, uh, Simone, but, you know, we tend to forget because it's all about the the sales and what meat can go on sale and what what you can buy. And, you know, oh, you're celebrating Memorial Day? Post it on social media because it's for social media. You know, we we tend to forget, you know, the true meaning of it. And I know we sound like some grumpy old grumps on the show, but it it is true. And I feel that when that stuff is true, uh, it's never going to change, Right next year is going to be the same thing right they're gonna and maybe a lot of companies are gonna think okay memorial day let's get these sales rolling let's see if we can get a sale uh on a furniture right that's the most common one rooms to go shout them out you know they're hey memorial day sale bam get 50 percent off if you come in our store on memorial day right so we can still be in business it's like that it's going to be like that for a very very long time um like you said, Simone, you were, you was outside. I was outside as well. Didn't want to stay in the house on Memorial Day. Went out to a cookout with some of my nearest and dearest. Uh, very, very fun. We we ate hamburgers and hot dogs and baked beans and corn on the cob. And, you know, we really got to know one another. We had some very interesting, juicy conversations as well. So, yeah, it was a great Memorial Day. It was a great weekend, right? Because, you know, we closed down our, our shop. Kobe Entertainment Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So it's been, it's been a very, very fun weekend. Um, I hate that the weekends go by so fast nowadays. When I was a kid, Simone, you know, the weekends used to go by really, really long. And you know, we've had things going on, and it's still the weekend. But now that we're all adults and we're all working with with our businesses and side hustles and whatnot, we become full-fledged uh, adults. You know, we you know, we uh, we get down, we get down to it and it's, it's a fast weekend before you know it. The weekend's over. And now we're back in the studio. We're back at work like yesterday. Yesterday was Tuesday. And gosh, yesterday was long. It felt like it, yesterday was the Monday for the week. And, you know, Mondays are not really the fun days because you got to plan up all the other things you got to plan up for the week right and that's never fun but uh good to be back in the studio for sure to do a pod but you know the memorial day weekend was spectacular hopefully you guys are ready for it uh the next holiday to come up uh come up is juneteenth and i know this segment we like to call uh simone t uh simone teagues spills the tea or what's it called the, the tea with simone teagues um but before we got on live, before we got on air on the radio station here today, uh, Simone agreed that I take this, this this topic because I I have my opinions about this certain topic. Um, I was appalled. I was upset. I was mad. And here's why. Here's why I I am mad about this this topic because. It doesn't make sense to me. It it drives me nuts. It really does. Now, have you heard of the South Carolina uh, event that they do for Juneteenth? They do a three day event celebration hosted by a nonprofit organization Juneteenth GVL Inc. Let me. Y'all want to know what they did? They had a banner for promotions, and they had a white couple on that banner. Now, before I get into my bag, before I start podding right now, I have some I have some choice choice uh, uh, some words about this this segment, some choice words about this nonprofit or organization. Um but I do want to say first, you know, I understand the inclusiveness of things. I I like inclusiveness, right? I I hey, I work at in an institution where we practice inclusiveness and diversity, right? I have many, 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 many friends from all different kinds of races, backgrounds, religions. It's if y'all ever see my circle, it is tremendous. How tremendously good, by the way, it's, it's amazing that we in my circle, we have a whole circle of people from all walks of life. I got friends from India. I got friends from China, Thailand, uh, China and Thailand. I got friends who are from Vietnam. I've got friends from Pakistan. I have some friends from Jamaica. I have all walks of life. So I understand the aspect of trying to be more inclusive. But we have to understand that Juneteenth is for us. We have to understand that guys, Juneteenth is for us, for us, by us. Shout out to FUBU. Um, I don't know where Juneteenth GVL, I don't know who in the hell is running their marketing campaign, but they, they're going to get shut down from this. Now, I'm not, I'm not upset that it's a white couple that's on the banner. But it's a white couple with no black people on the banner. You have to understand your market. Juneteenth is for us blacks. It is. It's for us African Americans. The true meaning of Juneteenth, and let me that shoot. I have my computer. I'm even gonna Google juneteenth meaning because i think a lot of people are not understanding the the true meaning behind juneteenth it's all about sales and dollars and trying to get you to buy something with a juneteenth deal apple probably gonna roll out a apple band a juneteenth band that's a new or a new face watch for apple they're probably gonna and there's not a knock on, on on apple whatsoever but it's all about sales when it comes to these holidays now juneteenth first of all juneteenth is not american holiday I'm going to come on and say it. Juneteenth is not primarily a American. Stop making trying to make Juneteenth a traditional American holiday. That's that's the first gripe Simone. Second. Now, here's the definition of Juneteenth, a holiday celebrated on June 19th to commemorate the emancipation of enslaved people in the U.S. The holiday uh, was first celebrated in Texas, where the excuse me, where that date was in 1865 and the aftermath of civil war enslaved people were declared free under the terms of the 1862 uh, emancipation proclamation jo- uh, joe Biden has uh, made that a federal holiday uh june 17th 2020 uh, 2021 right now It is a man on the title five United States code to designate Juneteenth National Independence Day as a legal public holiday. So basically what I just said from the definition, guys, and I just Googled it, really. It is for us that got our freedom as an African. Now, I'm an African-American. Simone, you're an African-American as well. This is our holiday because this is when we became free and not become slaves. We became free around this time. Now, there was still some debacle. There were still some racial um, slurs when it comes down to it. And then Martin Luther King has a play in this too. But this is a holiday for us. Right? I look and maybe I'm signing woke on the podcast. I don't care. Right? Because I know I, we have people that don't like what we say and don't don't like what I say on my show. But damn it, I'm gonna say it. This is this is a holiday for us can we not have one holiday can we not have one thing that is about us just one just one that's all we need now like i say i understand that in the 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 head of this organization said he was trying to implement inclusiveness and i get it trust me i get it but you still have and not just not just white people now because there are some racist other, there are racist people who are who are Chinese. There are racist people who are Indian, right? There, it's not just for white people. I'm just gonna come on and say it. Uh, they, they, there's different types of racism now. There are racism still exists in our country today. I see it on either TikTok, Instagram, hell, I even see it on Facebook. Racism still exists today. It does. So this is why we celebrate this because it's it's more than just racism. It's more than just um being commemorated for the emancipation of enslaved for enslaved us, our ancestors. This is a holiday for us. So this organ I don't buy it when this organization the first part, yeah, I get hey, you're trying to be inclusive, but you gotta understand your market too. You gotta understand. In, where where is this at Simone I want to say one of the Carolinas you have to understand okay this may not be a good move to put a white couple on a Juneteenth banner right let me tell you why too Simone because we are so sensitive we are so sensitive to our cause that anything like this happens you are on the list of being canceled And you you don't rebel from being canceled. You don't. When you're canceled, you're canceled. Now Greenville citizens noticed last week that the new banners were being hung across main streets in honor of the three day uh, event celebration hosted by the nonprofit. The banner, excuse me, the banners quickly spread across social media after people noticed one that featured only a white couple with no black people. Um, look, I don't care if this organization. Was trying to appeal to a, a, a white-owned company. Not saying that this is what they did. I don't know what they did. But I don't care if you're trying to get a, a sponsor from Starbucks. Or you're trying to get something uh, off of something. I don't care. You got to understand your market. Right? Greenville's Fighting Justice Together activist Bruce uh, Wilson publicly declared his disappointment with the banner to local news. Calling it a misrep—excuse me, misrepute representation of the holiday yes i agree it's a misreputation i think they, they were trying to cater to these companies that's trying to get donorship you don't need all that you gotta understand the market you gotta understand this holiday if you really are looking for donors for this festival get all black owned businesses hashtag black owned businesses because i participate in that because guys Klp entertainment is a black owned business you've got to cater to your market go off to all these small black owned businesses that are striving today get that donorship that way again there's no racy to this guys it's just you gotta understand your market now Wilson stage of staged events for June uh, 18th events in Greenville uh, South Carolina since 2020 he stated that He was informed one month prior that his organization would not be able to use the Peace Center to plan an event in favor of another group. Despite remarking that, this is quotation guys, white American can uh, celebrate Juneteenth. He called on Greenville locals to boycott the event. Look, I'm going to keep saying it guys. You have to cater to your market. Juneteenth, this is our holiday. Again, before before people try to cancel me, not racy to it. But this this is just this is facts. As a journalist, this is facts. You got to cater to your market. A lot of African-Americans are not going to be happy about it. They're not. I remember when Juneteenth first came out and it, it was 2021, right? Everybody was on edge because 2021. So it's a year after George Floyd's murder. Right, That was a big thing there. Huge thing. Huge protest. Huge, 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 huge. So it's very, very sticky. A lot of people don't know where they stand. That's why a lot of people have been quiet. About when Juneteenth first came out. A lot of people were very vocal. But some people, hey, I ain't trying to get canceled. So I'm going to be quiet. Now this was a quote here. From, uh, from... Uh, from, uh, the, the speaker, uh, Wilson, he says, I'm the first to say that white American uh, America can celebrate Juneteenth. I just don't think white America should be the face of Juneteenth. I agree. Again, I'm going to keep saying on this, this episode, no racist to it. I've had friends who celebrated Juneteenth and they were white. That's understandable, but to be the face of it, look, a lot of people protested when George Floyd got murdered. Yes, guys, he got murdered a lot of hey, but they a hey, they don't want to be the face of it and it's the same thing with juneteenth you shouldn't be the face of juneteenth right you you have to again you have to cater to that market because if you put and this is quote-unquote because I, I hate using this this term but if you're putting white american in the face of juneteenth then yeah you're gonna have some backlash you are um he quoted here, I and and I think that's uh, where the disconnect is. One, I'm asking this event to be boycotted if they do not feel the need to remove this banner. Secondly, I'm asking everyone to call the city manager and voice your concern about this particular banner. Wilson says. Now, Ruben Hayes, the CEO of this organization, that's. Um, making this event remarked that the intention of the banner has to promote unity for the event that there are nine other designs which include black asian hispanic uh residents the idea he also said came from all from his all black board with no pressure from the city to to diversify the promotion again guys i get it i get it I understand that you're trying to be inclusive and you're trying to, um, you're trying to get uh, diversity into this this promotion into the event, but you got to cater to your audience. You got to. I think it would be the same thing when, and it's it it kind of is right because if you think about it, and I'm not gonna harp on this too much, uh, Simone, because I know you got topics on the podcast, but this is this is the thing here. When it comes to Asian Awareness Month, I want or Pacific Asian, uh, excuse me, Pacific Asian Month that was this month of May, I want to say, right? You've had banners and events, and you had, or so I've seen, you've had Pacific Asian um, counterparts be the face of those banners, be the face of that promotion, right? When it's Hispanic Month. You have um, citizens of the Hispanic uh, descent or Hispanic uh, features. They're the faces of those promotions. Right? Maybe. Hey, comment below if I'm wrong now. But it's true. You have those faces. So you have to understand some people's reasoning. Juneteenth. Now it's our turn as African-Americans. We want to be the face of our own thing, too right you've got all these different cultures and backgrounds and and awareness months and you put specific features specific counterparts in the face of this but when it comes to our turn african-american's turn you want to not put our our put us on the face of promotion of the events of the marketing that's why people are mad that's why people are, are are outraged i don't know I think these banners. I mean, look, they gotta to cater to the audiences. Best of luck to them on the three-day event. I'm here in Atlanta, and I'm sure Atlanta's gonna be having a lot of events. I don't have any plans to go to Greenville for their for their event because I can just stay here in a, in Atlanta. Um, but I, I don't feel bad for this company because honestly, you gotta you gotta realize your market. And I don't know if it's somebody in their marketing team that just don't understand, but. As a guy who has a bachelor's degree in marketing, you have to cater to that certain uh, specific audiences. You have to be careful because people are not going to be happy about this decision. Mind you guys, again, I'll keep saying on the show that way comments don't. Oh, Kennedy said it. No, I get the the inclusion. I think it's cool. The unity is a good idea. Got to be careful because people, a lot of people are not going to not going to agree. All right. Uh, like I say, I'm not gonna harp too much about this, but I just wanted to kind of uh, start to show off with this because I was just a little bit taken back. I was shooketh, if you will, Simone, when it came down to it. Um, but I'm done, Simone. You have this uh, this uh, news report about Danny Lee. Oh man, Danny Lee. I'm am sad for. Her.
2: Yeah, me too, Kennedy. This one, this one really, 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 really hurts. Um now, for a, a lot of people who don't know who Danny Lee is, she's, of course, a singer, artist, uh, tremendous good artist. Like, she's, she's made a lot of great hits. Uh, she's a singer, songwriter, rapper, dancer, choreographer. Um, she's coming in from Miami, and she was nominated for BET's Best New Artist, and so much more. And this one really hit home for us. It it this sucks. This really does suck because I don't know. When it comes down to uh, when it comes down to artists who do these things, it sucks. And you you really want to know you know is it you know is it something more than just this happening right? Uh, so Denny Lee got arrested for DUI, hit and run, allegedly allegedly drags victim on one block she has been arrested with three felonies as part of a hit and run while driving under the influence in Miami Beach this week now this news source was coming from Team Z. Danny was booked early Tuesday morning so that was yesterday after she allegedly hit a person on a, a mopped, uh, on a moped and attempted to flee the scene is it you make it worse when you hit something or hit some hit something or hit somebody never run guys that's kind of a PSA to all of our fan base out there but if you do hit something or someone stay there because he's going to be a felony if you run now eyewitnesses who claim to have seen the accident alleged uh, the alleged the victim was dragged for about a block after Danning Lee was seen swerving in and out of lanes at high speeds. Now, the paperwork was a, t- a tape, Kennedy, by TMC. Um, and TMC says that cops caught up with the singer and allegedly smelled alcohol on Danny's breath, who failed the field sobriety test, oof, this is not good, Um, and took a breathalyzer where she blew nearly twice the legal limit of 0. 0.148. Um, she was then arrested and booked for three felonies, which include driving under the influence, leaving a scene of a crash with serious bodily injury, and DUI damage to uh property. Um, yeah, this is not good for her. When you are booked on three felonies, you're going down. Regardless, you are going down. You're not going to by the grace of, of God and a good lawyer, maybe you'll get, I don't know, you, you might be lenient but that's with the grace of God because this is serious. You know, this is very, very serious. Um, She's beautiful too. Like she's so beautiful and now that this happened, it's like, you know, this is it. I also wanted to know, just a, just a question and you know, we, we often ask ourselves and we should ask ourselves about, you know. You know, when when artists and, 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 and rappers and singers and dancers and, and, and songwriters, when they go down like this, do you often think, you know, was things good at home, right? Was there a mental state, right? And, and I'm, I preached about it, Kennedy, you preached about it. You know, mental health is everything, you know, getting checked out. If you know you're not there um, spiritually and, and a little bit mentally, you know your mental health is getting uh, uh, it's taking a toll. Then that comes the question that maybe I should go seek help, right? Um, in her, in Danny Lee's case, I, we don't know. We don't know if this was a, a mental state, or we don't know if this was um, her having a bad day, or maybe she just was running to have a good time, and maybe it took it too far. I had my my share share experiences of where um, when I'm having a great time, I'm having too much of a great time. And, you know, I'm out there and I'm driving. And then you, you often ask yourselves, you know, how do you associate, associate yourself with good friends to, to watch over you? Because if I was Danny Lee's friend, you know, I'm not, but if I was her friend and she's getting wasted and I'm sober, no, I'm driving. I'm driving because this is never good. Driving under the influence, hitting somebody, attempting to leave the, the crash scene, this is not good for her um it's a sad case and she's only 28 so she's what two years older than me and one year older than you can so you know she she's she's that's it singer songwriter rapper dance all that gone right because once you're on the inside you're on the inside and you can try to come back and come out and some people make it right a lot of people went to jail and in her case this this could look like prison time. I, I I pray to God that she doesn't get prison time, but with three felonies and uh, arrested a DUI, y- yeah, this could be and hitting somebody too. an t- t- alleged hit and run. I mean, this is alleged, right? We don't know the full outcome of this quite just yet. But you know, this is serious, and for her to come try to come back swinging from this, I, I don't know. I don't know. If this is going to be. You know a good life for her but maybe 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 this this maybe she God may have mercy on her soul but um uh, it's, it's unfortunate it's very very unsettling but it's very um very very un- unsettling when it comes down to it and you know it makes me sad it, it makes me sad as a artist myself as well you know this is not really uh a good way to go honestly
1: yeah definitely i agree um it's it's scary you know jail time prison time you know hey that's why i try to make sure i i i I keep my my ducks in a row and i I have good karma and i stay blessed up and i always do the right thing because yeah uh i i hear things about jail and prison and it, it it freaks me out so you know never never ever ever now we got arthur up here in the studio of course he's having them sports news and it's good to have you back arthur i know you've been taking some time off uh arthur's been taking some time off but he's back for our show and you know later on today we're gonna have on the show we're gonna have beatrice gamma to do our next hip-hop news uh addison hayden she's taking some time off because uh, i love to get i love to have people take time off when they work a lot and addison she works a lot when it comes to kelp entertainment so i gotta give my my people some, some time off right um but Arthur, what we got in Sports News today?
3: LA Galaxy fire President Chris Klein amid nightmare start to MLS season, fan boycott. It finally happened, the LA Galaxy have parted ways with President Chris Klein, the team announced Tuesday. Amid a nightmare start to the Major League Soccer season, little to nothing has gone right for the club which has just 9 points in 14 matches. Klein was at the center of much displeasure due to the franchise's fall from grace and missing the playoffs in four of the last six seasons. Bad signings and a lack of accountability from the front office boiled up so much that it forced the fans into a boycott this season, calling for his removal from the club. They got what they wanted, which seems like a step in the right direction for the future of the Galaxy as they now try to repair the hefty damage Klein left behind. Sporting director and head coach Greg Vanni will continue to lead all soccer operations, but he'll have to do so with a sanction from the league due to violating salary budget and roster guidelines in 2019. Just one of the many things that went wrong under Klein's tenure. Klein's firing should ease some pressure on the team and franchise as a whole. At the very least. Fans will be back in the stadium and are helping boost attendance that was dwindling due to the boycott. With new senior vice president of player personnel Will Kuntz now part of the staff, Galaxy fans should feel optimistic about what is to come. Removing Klein from the mess he helped create is just the first domino to fall. But the only true way to fix some of these issues is by winning games, something they haven't done much of this season
1: man they they firing people too like it's it's crazy about how many people from coaching staff to presidents they they can get cut and when they cut they cut right, and now they have to figure out I don't know like they have to figure out where 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 they have to do uh going forward into it now very very excited. I wanted to report real quick uh Simone before we get to Beatrice Gamos for her latest uh news report here today, Street Fighter six. It's coming out this Friday, June 2nd, and they already got the scores out. Of course, IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. GameSpot is giving it a 9 out of 10. PC Gamers giving it an 89%. And GamesRadar have given it a 5 out of 5. Very, very exciting. I definitely will be picking this game up because if you guys don't know this about me by now, you should. But uh, when I when I go and buy a video game, I try to look at the reviews first. And I'm glad I did it this week because uh, Gollum, Lord of the Rings Gollum came out and they had some piss poor scores for that game. And this sucks because I was very looking forward to the Gollum third person adventure type video game that's out now. Um, but then when I saw the reviews and the score, I'm like, yeah, I'm not about to pay full price for a game that's scoring this low with Street Fighter five uh, Street Fighter uh, six five Street Fighter six. I knew I was going to pick it up regardless because I'm a huge Street Fighter uh, fan, but it's so good to see that they had such great scoring. Um, that is going to be a game that I pick up and I will be playing and I will do a formal review next week on uh, Street Fighter six guys this gaming season. And I love it. I'm here for it. Very, very excited. Yes, I will be picking it up for PlayStation 5 for the 60 frames per second. Of course, Simone. I got to pick that up. Um, but, yeah, it's out there right now. And I'm very, very excited. Uh, comment below, guys. Are you excited for Street Fighter 6 As much as I am, I'm super pumped for it. Now, Beatrice. Beatrice, is, she's here also in the studio to give us our newest hip-hop news Beatrice all we got
4: Halle Bailey watches The Little Mermaid in theaters wearing a disguise. Before she took on the role of Ariel in Disney's live-action remake of The Little Mermaid, Halle Bailey was best known for her vocal talents alongside her big sister Chloe in their Rand B duo. Their debut project, Ungodly R brought them massive success, but we have yet to hear a sophomore effort from the siblings. Instead, the older of the two has been focusing on her solo career within pieces and a movie called Praise This. At the same time, the younger has been gearing up for her feature film debut which finally took place last week. Hallie has unfortunately faced considerable racist backlash for taking the traditionally white role as a black woman. Nevertheless, her performance proves that she was the perfect pick for the role, as many critics have already stated. While she likely already knows the script like the back of her hand, the 23-year-old wanted to get the authentic theatre experience. In order to keep a low profile, she donned sunglasses and a COVID-19 face mask to conceal her identity. Rather than sticking with Ariel's signature red style from the film, Bailey also opted to sport thick twists of hair, making her almost more mistakable for Chloe. As Uprox notes, She appears to have been viewing The Little Mermaid at Americana at Brands AMC in Glendale, which is an area that celebrities have been known to frequent. Based on the TikTok she posted this week, that Do It songstress doesn't appear to have broken her cover. Elsewhere on social media, the Atlanta native shared an adorable video of her and her boyfriend DDG exchanging countless smooches following the conclusion of the worldwide Disney media tour with co-stars and executives who helped the long-awaited film come to fruition.
1: Shout out to Hallie Bailey. You know what, shout out to both of them, Hallie and Chloe, right? Because within the last couple of months, you know, you had Praise This, the Peacock movie, and now you got The Little Mermaid from disney in theaters right so the both of sisters are winning really um but then yeah, i gotta i mean holly ba- shout out to hailey H- holly bailey but you know i gotta root for both the sisters, the sisters because they winning they are uh very very excited for sure little mermaid is out um simone i'm conflicted because i am a—I uh, did watch the little mermaid when i was a kid um uh, that movie's out now but spider-man comes out friday <laughs> so i uh, you look look <laughs> Uh, there's just so many movies that are coming out um, but I, I think I was way, I would save my movie money to go see Spider-Man because I am a Spider-Man geek Spider-Man nerd if you will and I'm a Marvel guy too so that's highly anticipated a uh, movie that you know as an animator myself I definitely have to go watch um, so I, don't, I, I, I gotta save that money for that but shout out to Holly ba- uh, Bailey and the little mermaids mo you going to go see that movie or are you going to go see spider-man
2: spider-man all the way by by far now hey the, i'm not knocking the little mermaid because they made a lot of money opening uh weekend but yeah i'm going to go see spider-man because i gotta see what's coming up next for miles morales and, and the game right i gotta see what's going on for that uh like i say shout out to him but i'm more of the of spider-man goer this weekend possibly this weekend i'm trying to make it happen this weekend um damn it even if i gotta go by myself i'll go to my go by my damn self or maybe we can make this a a, a company thing i don't know <laughs> um but yeah i'm going to those expired back this, this now i wanted to bring something as our last moment here on the show kennedy because um this was explained back in 2020 uh but i wanted to kind of bring it up again because we went out uh, I'm going out with um, some of my girls, Memorial Day, right? And we were talking about Beyoncé, right? Beyoncé is getting ready to come uh, to Atlanta. They, add, I heard that they added another show in Atlanta for Mercedes-Benz. So, tickets. I don't know how to get tickets. I'm trying to get tickets. Maybe I'll go and get tickets. I don't know. Um, but we, me, me, me and some of my girlfriends, we were talking about Beyonce and you know how her set the renaissance tour in the set and we talked about the bizarre Beyonce conspiracy theory being is Beyonce in Illuminati right and that was the, like a, a hoax thing that everybody was just talking about and I just kind of wanted to revisit that conversation because we really we we're really thinking about not Beyonce the queen bee and the beehive well I'm part of the beehive by far you know, she she's doing the thing. But there's been stories about the the conspiracy theory about Beyonce, and I thought it'd be a fun topic to talk about as our last moment. Now, you might have seen the the the, the Twitter post that went viral back in 2020 over uh, that past weekend with uh, Florida politician K. W. Miller, who was verified by Twitter, and currently running uh, was currently running for Congress at that time, 2020, that is. Making an unhinged claim that Beyoncé isn't actually by African-American. That was a, a conspiracy that, you know, a, a lot of people have, have claimed down. But secretly, uh, Italian is what people were saying. Uh, I have a say on that. Yeah, she's African-American. I think. I know. I'm sure of it. I'm sure that she's able to, you know, be... Be... <laughs> she's african-american by by far based off what i've seen in, in 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 documentaries videos behind the scenes of things now beyonce and her husband jay-z obviously have been long subject to be conspiracy theories and wilds fan- uh, fantasies that the idea that the two are members of the illuminati and are secretly ushering a revolution a new world order brainwashing the public through music videos and dance routines and we were, we were talking, some of my girlfriends, we were talking about it because, and I don't think she is. He, but I, that's the answer to that because I know a lot of people in the comments might say, Do, do you think she is? I don't think she, she is. I, I don't think so. I think she is an icon that honestly is a force to be reckoned with, right? Because you have Jay Z being the billionaire, right? Beyonce being a billionaire, and she blossoms on everything. Uh, me, One of my girlfriends, uh, she said that, you know, when she goes to go see Beyonce and Beyonce's doing the routine, she's going to melt. Right? Uh, And a lot of people would say, oh, do you think that she, she She has the ability to brainwash her, her fan base, have the ability to brainwash uh, people that go see her? Because people are spending upwards of $3,000 to go see Beyonce. To me, I'm I'm part of the behind. I love Beyonce, but three thousand dollars? That's that. Hey, we 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 making it happen. We 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 blessed and highly favored. You know, we ain't strapped, we ain't struggling. But that's three thousand dollars that she gonna drop for a concert. Uh it's it's interesting. It's very very interesting that people bring that up about Beyonce and Jay Z being that maybe they're they're members of the, the the illuminati and you know they can brainwash people they got so much power now i do believe beyonce and jay-z has a lot of power in the music industry again they're billionaires, so they're making a lot of things happen uh but i don't think that they're part of the illuminati i think they are i think that they're very smart in music business and it's amazing, uh, everything Beyonce touches turns the gold when it comes to her music, right? Where she knows the market. Like you said earlier in the in, in radio show this morning, she knows her market, she knows what she can cater to. And people go out and listen, people really do enjoy it. Um, shout out to Beyonce, shout out to me. Uh Beyonce, I doubt she's to this podcast, I'm not saying, not chitting on her podcast, but I mean, she got a million things, other things going on right now. I, love to, I would love to see Beyonce in her next movie, right? Um, I thought she was gonna be a part of the Black Panther movie. I, that was the whole thing there too, Kennedy, where Beyonce was, was supposed to be playing a role in, in Black Panther, so that's very interesting that we didn't see that, actually. Um, but like I say, I don't think Beyonce is part of the, the Illuminati as as my girlfriends, and, and I admit we're talking about over dinner, Memorial Day, and, you know, it's, it's on the internet right now. Everybody's talking about, well, you know, do she have that kind of power? She has kind of power to have people cater and, and go out and see and buy a ticket and have a good time. But to brainwash, that's something else.
1: You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. That, so a lot of people are singing that song. <laughs> and that's not brainwashing. I just, That song is very catchy, right? She knows. She knows to to, to stay in the realms and to, to cater to the audiences, right? And, you know, when people are going through you know, work needs and mental health and you think you won't break my soul, right? Uh, so shout out to to B, shout out to Jay. Uh, they don't know us personally, but shout them out too because they out here getting this money. So that's going to wrap it up here on our show here, the KLP Aftermath Season 6. Simone, it's always been a pleasure. Beatrix, Arthur, thank you guys for coming in this morning to give us that juiciness of ...of today's show. This show is actually pretty lengthy. I love it. We're looking at 45 minutes. I love it. We're going to try to make sure we continue to do longer shows for for you guys, our audiences. Uh, Thank y'all. Y'all are like the most, or you guys are. The important part of our show is the audience, the community, uh, our listeners from all major audio platforms. Spotify, our heart, Audacity, Stitcher. you You guys are amazing if you're watching it on YouTube as well. Uh, we we appreciate it for our cast and crew here at KLP Entertainment. We we love you guys so thank y'all so very much for that. Um, so that's going to wrap it up here. At KLP Aftermath Season Six. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. And until next time, guys. As always, I like to say, stay safe, stay swanky, peace.